You're tuned into the Mid-10 Listens Podcast, hosted by MiddleTennesseeMusic.com. Supporting and empowering the independent music community online since 2011. Head on over to our website to find more music, as well as to learn about our Indie Musicpreneurs Tribe, where we share our library of tips and guides on business, entrepreneurship, productivity, social media, digital marketing, email marketing, websites, and much more. You can also check out our book, Getting Your Music Heard Online, now on Amazon as a paperback and Kindle. This is Blind Lemon Pledge, and you're listening to Mid-10 Listens on Middle Tennessee Music. Welcome to another Mid-10 Listens podcast. It's Joshua Smotherman, MiddleTennesseeMusic.com, and today I've got an exclusive interview with singer-songwriter Jen Miller. I'll ask the questions, and then we'll let her tell you about her projects and everything else she's got going on in her career. Let's just jump into it. Jen, hope you're doing well. Tell the uh, listeners where you're from and describe your style of music uh in your own words please we don't we don't need to hear we know the marketing terms just tell us in your own words hey there thanks so much for having me on middle tennessee music i really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today i'm originally from columbus ohio but i actually just moved to nashville tennessee from um dc uh where i've been living for a while um i think my type of music kind of genre bending pop if that makes sense i take a lot of influences from my roots which is listening you know to like Motown and Crosby still National Young all the way to you know I was a 90s baby so I, I entered the world of Nirvana and Britney Spears um so it's not surprising to, to hear a pop record with some 808s or something like that for me so what exactly led you down this path of music and what motivation or motivations uh help you stay on course I actually got to music in a really weird way. I um I originally played soccer my whole life and wanted to play D1 soccer and was doing that whole college thing. Um, and it was really like, that was the dream for me. I mean, it was everything. And uh, I, somewhere along the way, I blew my knee out several times and that kind of got taken off the table. And so I was about 18 when I really started dabbling in music. Um, but the way I got to it was basically that I was kind of like holed up with, you know, this knee injury and I just felt like I didn't really have a passion. What I loved before was competition and working with other people and playing the sport and hopefully going to college for free, <laughs> but that didn't work out. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, music's always been a passion. It just was never something I started doing. And I really started getting into songwriting just simply because I was teaching myself instruments and uh, I didn't know how to play the chords. So I started making them up myself um, and found out that songwriting to me is the most natural part of it, you know, like melodies and and writing words. And and it just kind of comes out when you're sitting with an instrument um, naturally for me. And as far as staying motivated, I, I think people vastly underestimate the drive that that exists for any independent artist. I mean, artists have day jobs, right? Like I'm a political speech writer and um, do communications during the day. Um, And and I love it. I mean, that's, it's another part of my passion. Um, I'm not a monolith, you know, like I love working on political um, activism and and things I'm really passionate about. And you can actually really hear that in my music. I think that's super, super fluid is, is, is art and, and, and passion. And I think those things feed together for me. I mean, I almost think that having ups and downs of life is what keeps you motivated. It is what keeps you creating. And so um, just 
just having an outlet and just having a desire to give something back to the world from my own experiences. I think it's superhuman. I think everyone has it in them. Let's jump into the music. Um, how is this new release that you're promoting different from your previous ones? Were you trying to accomplish anything specific with this particular um, track? So this spring, um, I've been putting out um, some singles, actually, and I'm going to have a few more coming out. So far, I have um, two out called Down and My Type. Um, both records are sort of electro-pop genre-bending type records produced by Jake Vicious, um, out of house studio in Washington DC and he's amazing he's amazing collabing with him was just it has been totally eye-opening and I've learned so much um about production and um you know they're really really collaborative records um but both of them sort of are these upbeat um songs that are about some real things um you know down is basically it's about drinking when you're sad it's about you know how you have a super you know bad breakup and you call your girlfriend and you're like yo let's go to the bar and let's like flirt blah 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 like and it's kind of about that moment when you're at that bar and you make eye contact with someone and you realize like a lot of us are here because we're avoiding you know feeling like we're avoiding feelings um and that's what that record's about and um my type is about actually um, being a gay girl and also trying to balance, you know, this really rough intersection of sexuality and religion and and how that plays out, uh, and how, you know, the guilt and, and, and the confusion that's around that. And mm, I just think I'm really trying to be really straightforward with the, the songs now. Um, and previously, I've been a little scared to mix this political and musical world together that I live in but it's it's not it's not even a question it's it's a necessity to me I think with all of the releases um from me you can just expect that I'm actually saying something written between the lines um I love something about you know the pop melody that really carries itself and it gets it's kind of an earworm and is super catchy but you know like in the record down you have this hook that repeats down, 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 like, you know, an idiot could babble it. But in the in the midst, there's science as the world will end, and we wish they weren't right. You know, and I think that's what I'm trying to accomplish is just to get people to hear the, read between the lines and think about that type of stuff day to day. Can you tell us about girl gang music, um, what it is, what your mission is, and what your goals are? Um, yeah, no, I started Girl Gang Music, um, which is basically a blog and an online community. It's a curated community and network of women and gender non-conforming humans within the music industry. So it's songwriters, musicians, professionals, writers, photographers, um, you know, consumers, producers, whoever. Um, and basically... Uh, the goal here is to promote tunes, trade tips, stories, and, and ultimately uplift female and GNC artists to create a pipeline so that they feel liberated to get into music. Because I know that at a younger age, um, you know, coming from Ohio, coming from Columbus, Ohio, there wasn't a lot of, um, you know, f women guiding me into music. Uh, like I told you, I didn't get into it until I was 18. And it's not because I didn't have interest. It's simply because I didn't think it was an obtainable thing. I didn't think that working in the music industry was a career that um, I could have. And I definitely didn't think that there was that much space for women. I didn't know any women that were doing that. Um, and so that's the goal, a girl getting music. So we share a lot of indie music, up, up and coming artists, um, and... Yeah, that's, that's it. Um, and if anybody wants to submit anything, I'm super easy to reach. 
uh, go ahead and send an email to editor at girlgangmusic.com. Um, send your music, send your links, send your whatever, and um, yeah, we'd be happy to post it. Um, that's the goal. Do you face any challenges in this digital, technologically driven age as an independent musician? And on the other side of that, how has it helped you? Because obviously it does help us. Um, so I really cannot shit on technology at all. Um, you know, I, I, I mentioned I'm a 90s baby, so I'm 25 years old. Um, and I, I, the amount of times my mom told me to get off the internet because I wasn't going to get a job is hilarious because now it's my career. Um, I, I originally started fostering, um, you know, a following through YouTube, um, just like so many other artists. And then from there, I actually used Kickstarter to crowdsource my two first projects, an EP and an album, which both charted um, on iTunes Singer Songwriter Charts, which was crazy. I was like, what? Um but yeah, you know, like I couldn't have done any of those things. I wouldn't have started to write music without technology. I taught myself piano, ukulele, guitar, everything I know through YouTube tutorials. I'm teaching myself right now how to use Ableton and Logic through tutorials online. It simply can't be understated enough that these tech technological advances give us a leg up as an indie artist. I mean, like you didn't have this in the seventies. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons that independent artists, you know, you look at Chance the Rapper, um, you look at, there's tons of them actually. Chance is a big name, but we don't necessarily need labels the same way we did. We don't necessarily need, um, you know, any type of contract the way you used to for distribution. You can do that on your own, you know? Um, you know, so I think in that way, these tools really liberated and, and, and gave me a leg up that I never would have even, you know, been able to get started without them. And on the counter side of that, um, you know, opinioning online as a woman is super hard. Uh, <laughs> I get harassed on Twitter all the time. I've had several stalkers, regardless of how careful I am. Um, it's just part of being in the public sphere. And I want so much for that to not be the case, but it, it is. And I think anybody who is going to try to create a career online, they need to accept that there's such negative side effects personally at times. Um, that's something that, that you just, it, it's almost unavoidable. You talk to female journalists the same way. So the best thing you can do is find a nice girl gang to, to you know, cuddle up with and, and make jokes about it and try to, you know, create solutions and stand up for yourself. I think, I think that's, that's the answer there. Where's the best place for us to connect with you online and discover more music and keep up with the latest news? And is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? And I really appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, Jen. Yeah, you can follow me online several places. I'm on Twitter and Instagram um, with the handle Generally Speaks, J-E-N-E-R-A-L-L-Y Speaks. And um, also you can find more information about me, www.jenmiller.com or listen to me on all your favorite streaming services. Um, all my records are on there and more coming. Um, I just appreciate the time and um, the interest in the music and I really hope I can reach some more people with real messages and... Um, you know, find more amazing female GNC talent to bring to the world. So um, thanks so much. Have a great day.
Thank you for tuning in to the Mid-10 Listens 5 at 5. If you want to show your support for this podcast as well as MiddleTennesseeMusic.com, you can check out Joshua and Brett's book, Getting Your Music Heard Online, written by indie musicians for indie musicians who prefer a do-it-yourself approach. Now available from MiddleTennesseeMusic.com, Amazon Kindle, and coming to paperback very soon.